Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Arkham Files, an actual play Call of Cthulhu RPG podcast, featuring Donovan Bollard as Dr. Simeon Kantstanjevitz. Alright guys, give me this brick, I'm going to throw it through a window. Sam Morrison as Major Frederick Aloysius Bakersfield. They didn't call me the actor in the war for nothing. <laughs> Abel Morrison as Officer Billy McConnell. He's only been dead for a couple hours, and yet he looked days dead. Seth Morrison as Tallahassee Turner. I gotta practice my getaway driving for the first time ever. Peter Morrison as Dominic Drunkard. I'm begging you, please just tell my friend the truth. There's always mysterious murders around here. Welcome to Arkham, buddy. Now grab onto some dice and your sanity. Let's roll. Major Bakersfield. Yeah. You turn on the windshield wipers as the rain and sleet starts up again. As the day is waning on into the dusk hours. The sky lights up in colorful hues as the sun is going down behind the horizon in the distance. As the three of you head north across the bridge and you head over to um, and then take a right heading east down to the outskirts of town Uh, this area of town used to be one of the wealthier areas back in old Arkham there are a lot of large Georgian mansions here that are look like they would have been amazing in their heyday beautiful architecture and situated on large plots of land with spacious yards. But 
Many and most of them have all fallen into disrepair. And now they hover over the street, giving more of an ominous feeling, as if they're looming, looking down on you with their black and empty windows. The mansions taper off down the road as you keep driving. And down on the right, on the riverside, you see the location that you are looking for. It's on the riverside of the street. You see the river in the background, though it's dark, reflecting the last glimmers of light off of the ripples of the water. As you pull up in front of what looks like maybe once was a nice little cottage, or at least a modest little cottage, but is now run down and somewhat ramshackle and little more than a shack at this point. So Tallahassee Turner, Major Bakersfield, Dom Drunkard, what do you do? Shall we park down the street a ways so we can come up on it unawares? That's probably a good idea. Who's, Who's driving? <laughs> that was what I was going to I'm driving. You're driving. I'm driving. Um, He's I driving. I assumed Bakersfield was driving. Bakersfield, you're driving. I don't All know right, how yeah, to drive plus I'm gonna, drunk. Let me pull, out, pull over up here. Hold I on. had a few too many ranch shots back at O'Malley's. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Flaming so ranch spoken like a man who can't hold his ranch. ranch. <laughs> <laughs> O'Malley's is famous for their, their ranch shots and their Irish ranch coffees. <laughs> their flaming ranch their shots. I, their ranch Their coffee. high ranch coffees. Yeah. High ranch. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to pull up. Uh, I'm going to pull over up here. Okay, done. <laughs> okay, so Major Bakersfield, you pull the car off to the side of the road a little ways past the house in question to hopefully be a little less conspicuous as you're making your way towards this, this run-down old house. So as the three of you climb out of the car, you glance around, the, this area of the city seems to be pretty dead. There are other houses nearby, you don't see anybody in them. Um, a lot of a lot of dark windows, a lot of abandoned homes, abandoned homes in this area. Um, you see a couple people on the street, on the sidewalks, walking nearby or down the street a little ways, but nobody seems to be paying you any attention. Does anyone have an umbrella? For some reason, I can't quite describe. I really don't like being wet. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys see Bakersfield just just taking his hand and wiping it off on his hair, on his hat, his beret he always wears. Okay. So you guys make your way down the down the street, heading towards the uh, the the house. the The front yard it doesn't have a large yard, but there is a yard that is somewhat overgrown and unkempt. As you walk up the walkway towards the front door. Can we split up a little bit? Um, sure, you go off on your on your own. Uh, well... See you, Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking maybe, uh... Maybe Dom and I should go through the front and Bakersfield, you sneak around back. Ah, I'm good at that. Remember how I caught the Miskatonic Mangler? Yeah. Yeah, netted him. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Alright, I like your thinking, Tallahassee. I'm gonna go around back. You guys go up to the front. Meet in the middle. All right, Bakersfield, if you're... Are you trying to be covert about this? Or? Oh, of course I'm going to be covert all day okay, long. All right, Wait, what do they call you in What do they call you in the army? Mr. Sneaky Feet. 
They didn't call me Mr. Sneaky Feet in the war for nothing. <laughs> All right, Mr. Oh, Sneaky man, my stealth Roll sucks. Roll your stealth. Well, who... I'm going to be got good stealth. Maybe I should go around back. Maybe, yeah, Dom, maybe you go around back. All right, I'm going to go around whoa, whoa, back whoa, whoa, instead whoa, whoa, of Bakersfield. Whoa, 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 It's not as metagaming once you learn that, that Mr. Sneaky metagaming? Feet sucks at sneaking. <laughs> <laughs> we just didn't... Major Bakersfield said he's like going around back. Thing. He's going around back. <laughs> so, Major Bakersfield, roll your stealth. This All is right. bull... I'm gonna roll a one, and then I'm gonna be able to. Then we're gonna say in your face, keeper man. Sneaky feet. Thirteen out of twenty, baby. (laughs) Didn't call me Mr. Sneaky Feet for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, all right, right. Freaking guys. Okay, so Major Bakersfield, uh, as Major Bakersfield sneaks off around the edge of the house, summons his inner uh, cat. Yeah. His inner cat. Seriously. It's like wow. there's something inside of him that is just taking his his stealthiness to a, the next level. You guys have never seen him be so sneaky. <laughs> Though now you do understand why in the army they called him Mr. Sneaky Feet. <laughs> As his netted backside slips around the edge of the house to the backyard. All right, Tallahassee, Turner, and Dom, you, you just walk up to the front door. Yeah, I turn and I say, "Hey, Baker's, where where to go?" (laughs) 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 Yeah, but I uh, I slide out my gun and hold it, you know, kind of down to the side behind my leg a little bit. Cool, I like it. All right, so you guys walk up to the front door. Uh, What do you do? Uh, Knock. Okay, all day long. Uh, you nah, knock on the door. Little. There's a couple windows in the front door. There's a small little, uh, there's a small like step up porch, though it's not much of one. About two steps, and then you're on a little cement pad, really, that passes for its porch. Uh, there's a small side window next to the door. Um, as you knock, you wait for a moment. You don't hear any response from inside. Major Bakersfield, working around to the back of the house. Um, uh, you do have to hop a little fence in the back. Uh, there the is a bit of a backyard. <laughs> and um, one of the features of this house that was probably something uh, that was one of its main selling points back when it was first built is the, the river access back here. It actually goes all the way back to the river. And there's a little pier that goes out to maybe launch a small boat or, you know, go swimming off of. Um, it's cold out right now for everybody. It is very chilly. It's the end of November, and this is just a freezing sleet that's coming down. And it does look like it is actually starting to turn into ice and snow once it hits the ground around you. So Bakersfield, as you see that, you come around, you do see a little back door. There's a couple windows on the back of the house. What do you do? Uh, well, the first thing I do is I, I notice the trash can's still there, so I grab it and I wheel it around front. <laughs> Okay. And then you beat the heck out of it with a stick. That's what the note the said. The note said, take out the trash. <laughs> done. Let's go. <laughs> done and done. Um, does the back door have a doggy door? Uh, no, there's no doggy door in the back. What about a cat door? <laughs> Absolutely, there's a cat door. All right. You slip right inside. <laughs> um, Even though you're a full-sized human, somehow you fit through the cat door. <laughs> Brown. 
Uh, can I look through the window on the door? You sure can. All right, I'm going to go look your through. Head through the cat door and look. <laughs> and there's a okay. kid, Kevin um, McLeod's there with a BB gun. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to go look through the window. Okay. Uh, you look through the back window, and it looks in on the kitchen. And it looks like a kitchen. Uh, it looks uh, clean for the most part. You don't see anything out like on the counters or like plates or dishes or anything. Um, uh, it's small. And uh, there's a door to the side that looks like maybe near where the... Uh, or it's... Uh, uh, there's a door on the back wall across from you uh, that leads out to the rest of the house, and then it looks like this is where the uh, the back door opens up into is this kitchen. You don't see anybody in there. It's dark. There aren't any lights on. All right. Uh, I tried the door handle. Is it unlocked? It is. All right. I go in. Okay. As you do, you hear the knocks from up front. I go answer the door. okay uh so major bakersfield (laughs) walks through the door across from the back door it opens up into a small living room uh with a bunch of secondhand furniture there's a a coffee table um in, in front of uh a kind of threadbare couch some end tables a lamp uh there's a small desk up against the wall uh, there's another door um, to the left uh, down a little hallway. So, like, it opens, and then there's a little hallway to the left. So, opens up on the living room. That's straight ahead. You see the front door um, with the furniture I described off to the right of the front door. And then, yes, to the left, there's a wall uh, and a hallway that goes down there, and there's a couple doors, one to the right and one to the left. Are all the lights off everywhere? Yes, all the lights are off. It's dark in here. All right. And, uh, you can still see from the last bit of sunlight from the setting sun outside. Well, there's going to be vampires here. I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, yeah, I open the front door. <laughs> I okay. let him in. <laughs> oh, hey. I immediately shoot him. <laughs> so the front door opens uh, Tallahassee and Dom and Major Bakersfield is standing there oh you shoot him <laughs> Major Bakersfield a gun bang, goes bang. off in your face as soon as the door opens you live here Major Bakersfield <laughs> yeah you finally caught me this whole thing was a ploy to get us to take out your trash <laughs> <laughs> to finally get you guys to come over to his house <laughs> yeah he killed his wife and all these other people just to get you guys to come over and hang out with him. <laughs> Finally. All right, we step into the house quietly and close the door. Oh, um, Bakersfield, as you're walking, sorry, as you're walking up to the front door, something you do notice is the pile of mail sitting on the inside of the door on the floor. Is there a mail slot on the door? Yes. Okay, so it's not like someone's been picking it up and then bringing it in and dropping it. Yeah, so as you open the door, you it pushes this pile of mail out of the way. Um, I keep it all. 
<laughs> and you keep it all. That's a federal <laughs> offense. We find a mail <laughs> tub and we write them a note saying the mail has been taken back to the post office and that they are now on hold. Only for 10 days and it then we return it. It will be returned in 10 days. <laughs> yeah. You do, in fact, find a mail tub because everybody keeps them, regardless of <laughs> also being a federal offense, and because they're they're the most useful totes that have ever been invented. Can we in the history of the world? It's the one good thing the post office has ever done. I one actually good look at the mail. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I pick up a nah, piece of mail and I look at the name on the mail. It says John okay. Johnson. So, as you guys all come in and you do, you shut the door. Do you all come in the house? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you come in, you shut out the weather behind you as you enter the house. Uh, you guys pick up the mail and start uh, looking through it. And um, this is uh, one piece that you find looking for some information as to who the actual owner of the home is uh, who might actually live here. So let me share. This piece of mail is going to say resident on it. I just know it. Yeah. Resident, it's a box holder. Box holder, <laughs> it's the box holder that Newman sent out in under okay. a winter snow. Okay, <laughs> all current resident. I'm having, I'm having a PTSD from too much mail work. Yeah. All right, so here you go, guys. Electric bill. This Anna says Anna Fairbairns. Fairbairns. Two Arkham Medicine Company Mailers. Drive. What? Huh? 470 Marsh, Marsh Street, Arkham, Massachusetts. What does that say? Right, Mar that's the address. Did you say Marsh? Okay, that's the uh, Yeah, the this is where we're at. Bill. We're right. at 816 yeah. East Water Street. So the, the resident of this home is Anna Fairbairns. Past due. Um, it is past yeah. due. So yes, you, got, you find an electric bill amongst the other letters and, and junk mail and, and catalogs on the ground here. Um, and, an, and a fair band. This is not Mel Torme. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have, and there is an electric bill that is addressed to this location, to this home of 816 East Water Street. The name on which is Anna Fairbairns. All right, so Harmon Vance had a note in his pocket to come take out the trench, uh, trash. I think we all agree that is, yeah, that is a euphemism for taking out Anna Fairbairns. Unless he was taking her out on a date and somebody it's just thought she was trash. Maybe, well, yeah. I mean, let's Real search the trashy. house because we really have no idea if Harmon Vance knew how to deal with floaters. Real trashy lady. <laughs> uh, real easy. Let's go check the toilet. <laughs> All right. See if they float back up. <laughs> oh I think uh, Vance All right, We're going to search the house. They obviously did not send Spencer, so there could be a floater. Okay. Should somebody right, keep an eye out? To all yeah, why don't you go ahead and do that, Tallahassee? Tallahassee, <laughs> keep an eye out. Kay. I pull out one I of my eyes. want you guys to all roll uh, spot hiddens. Oh, Ooh. right. All right. So who's doing what? Is everybody searching the house? No, uh -huh. Tallahassee Turner is keeping an eye yeah, out. Yeah, I guess I'll look out the and window. We're, and me and the major watch. are I'll pee searching out the, the window. You still Does the house have a... two floors, like an upstairs I and a downstairs? I pull out my 911 just no, in case. No, it's a single floor. As we go searching through this unknown You said house. it was a single floor? So hard yes, success on my floor. spot hidden. <laughs> I succeeded in my spot hidden row. I failed horribly. 32 out of 46. Nothing. Okay, Tallahassee Turner, I want you to also roll a spot hidden if you're the one that's keeping watch. Yeah, I did. I got a hard success, okay. 28 out of 85. 
Okay, excellent. That's pretty good. All right, uh, Major Bakersfield, you succeeded also? No, no I failed, failed horribly. I have a hard time seeing out of one eye. <laughs> That's true. I actually there's should a be lot making that, roll with There's a lot that elu- yeah. eludes me. No, don't make yeah. me roll with penalty dice. He already <laughs> failed. You're yeah. the one who got your eyeball blown out. I rolled Kick me while I'm down, why don't you? Yeah. I rolled a soft success. Well, you are known for doing that, Major Bakersfield. Kicking me success. while I'm down? Kicking people while they're down. Yeah. Ooh. They suck. So... <laughs> Um, all right. That's uh, not your, that's not your so, voice. Major Bakersfield, you're kind of uh, just, you know, moseying around. Mose, mose, mose. Mosey, mose, mose. Mose, mose, mosey. All day uh, long. Dom, you're searching through the living room here, digging through. You go back and you're looking at the desk. Um, so, one thing that you do notice, like, pretty quickly. Tallahassee, are you just kind of standing? Are you looking out those front windows? Yeah, but I'm like peeving on the from the side of the curtains or whatever nice. if I can. Okay. Yeah, cool. Um All right. So, Dom, one of the first thing that 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 you notice as you it was almost immediately as you walked in the house and just started glancing around, uh you notice that there aren't any like there's almost nothing in here that's like personally identifiable. Looking at the at the walls you actually see faded parts like faded places on the wallpaper where it looks like there used to be photographs hanging up but they are gone just look at this photograph if you notice the lead singer of Nickelback appears to have taken all of these photographs off the walls does the living room look like a boxing ring (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, so yeah this is how you remind me uh, <laughs> sorry, I was meta. I was meta singing. Sorry. Oh, I also right. don't you know guys any hear other. the Nickelback song on the wind, <laughs> floating in as Simmy sings along to his favorite band. It starts playing over the radio in our pocket. Yeah. Is there like? <laughs> you guys are more afraid than you've ever been throughout. Any of it. Roll sanity. Like, no, bring back the ghostly Can whispers. I- Please. Have this stuck in our head for the rest of our lives. Can I tell if the house has been uh, empty for a while? Like, is there um, dust covering any surfaces there's or anything? There's a big like pile that? of mail. True. Yeah. That was a there's stupid a big pile question. Of mail there. <laughs> I would draw the stupid question. So we notice the okay, pictures so on the walls are gone. And looking around, you see that there is a layer of dust on on the floor on most everything here in the living room that you can that you can see so you do get the impression that there hasn't been anybody here for a while so as you're searching around bakersfield is kind of fumbling around uh you know kind of perfunctorily like maybe his mind is on other things preoccupied by something else tallahassee turner is standing by the window uh peeking out you know sliding the curtains open with his bull whip as he uh, puts his eagle eyes out on the street keeping watch Um, Dom uh, one of the first things you really that is of interest that you find and and it is one of the things that you do also notice in the house is the house is pretty tidy which if I didn't mention before um, it, it doesn't seem like it's much is really out of place or anything it looks pretty clean and uh, yeah, tidy and kept up in this room. So, but over on the desk, or in the desk, up against the wall, you do find uh, this business card. 
<gasps> that does Ricky spark Dubois. some interest. Ricky Dubois. Ricky Dubois. Dubois. Arkham Gazette. Is that like a newspaper agency? Ricky Dubois. Says, reporter. And music moron. Well, you he's are not Arkham, here, so you can't call me a moron. Oh, sorry, the local newspaper. You can't metamoron me. <laughs> I can metamoron <laughs> whoever I want. No one oh, makes me metamoron. He only, he only met a moron when he met you. Whoa! <laughs> this is too oh, rude, guys. Good. I quit. <laughs> okay, so get over it. <laughs> My so, wife yes, you do dead. find. <laughs> oh, is your wife dead? You are so uncool. You know what, Simmy? So uncool. So uncool. Um, this kid is totally uncool. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Ricky Dubois, uh, yeah, reporter, Arkham Gazette, Arts and Music. You guys done? Yeah, we're done with this bit. Are we done with this bit? Yeah, we're done with this bit. Are you sure we're done with this bit? I'm a bit done. I'm a bit done with this bit. (laughs) Is this bit still a bit? All right, so is there a telephone in the home? I would like to call Ricky Dubois. How much done? It's the boys. Dubois. Are you sure it's not Dubois? It's the boys. It's the boys. It's this dirty Mike and Dubois. Was there an old uh, there bottle of mustard in that? Is there a poodle? Is there a poodle around oh, here? Is there a poodle around? <laughs> oh, the poodle's dead. No one's fed it. <laughs> it ate all the mustard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. We're done. Mm-hmm. 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 <sighs> Are you guys done? We're done. (laughs) We're done. I'd like to use, is there a telephone in the home? I'd like to call this Ricky Dubois. So if we haven't described Ricky Dubois' uh, business card, you do see, so on, you pull it out, you're looking at it. It's a business card from Arkham Gazette for a man named Ricky Dubois. It says reporter, arts and music, and then it has the address for, uh, for the Arkham Gazette. And written, handwritten on the business card also is a phone number. The, uh, the business card is a little stained, a little worse for wear, but it is intact and the phone number is legible. And yes, there is a phone number in the house. It is on the desk over here. But as you're reaching down to, to pick up the phone, something else catches your eye. Suddenly, as you look back down to the desk... And what do you mean by I? And the room just falls <laughs> silent. What? <clears throat> I said, whoa, 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 what do you mean by I? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Your eye, not eyes, just eye, single eye. Did someone um, catch his eye? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I'm sorry. No, okay, nobody's eyes have been caught. Okay, so Dom, as you're reaching down, you look down on the desk and you see, and everything kind of falls silent as. You just, you look down on the, sitting there is another business card. And you look at that subtle coloring, the tasteful thickness. Oh my gosh. It even has a watermark. It's Paul Allen's business card. The Paul Allen? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's my favorite scene of all time from American Psycho when they're all comparing business cards. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I never watched that. I've never seen it. I was about to say, who the, hell, who the hell is Paul Allen? It's a, a lot of other... Your kids are going to love it. <laughs> um, 
Who's the no, American you guys seen Psycho? It. It's, it's one of the best scenes of all time. All They're all comparing serious, business Sam. cards. And they all look the exact same. Do I look serious? <laughs> Sam just made me feel really stupid. I just met him. Okay, more. moving on. So real quick, I would like you guys to roll a second spot hidden also, if you would. Here we go. While you're doing this search. Oh, I succeeded. I failed. I got 42 out of 46. Okay, so Dom Drunkard, you succeeded. Bakersfield, you failed again. But also, uh, Bakersfield, uh, I want you to roll a luck for me real quick. Okay. Woohoo! I succeeded. I got a 22 out of 52. That's a hard success. So, uh, Major Bakersfield, as you're wandering around kind of checking things a little bit, uh, you, you pop into the kitchen for a second through the door that you left open. Um, and you you trip and stumble as you do, and uh, um, you're tripping and stumbling over this uh, this kind of runner carpet that runs between the living room and the back door through the kitchen. And the thing that you notice, Dom, as this happens, as Bakersfield does this, you notice that as he does this, the uh, the rug that runner carpet does not move at all, even through all of the movement that Bakersfield is. Uh, putting over this and through this and on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I... Uh, what about underneath this? On this carpet. I try to... Uh, I try to move the runner. Um, okay, so... So, yeah, so this catches your attention. You walk back over there and you... You reach down, you grab the the rug and you pull <gasps> up on it and it doesn't move. Start pulling and tugging. All right, I, I want to... Uh, can I do like a strength check? Hey, hey, Major, come help me try to move this. All runner. right, here, let's pull up to... on three. Ready? All 18, right. 37, 41. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do a strength check. Can I have a bonus die One, for two, that? Five. Major's yeah, you can yeah, roll with a bonus die with uh, Major Bakersfield helping you. All, All right, right here for, I go. For real. All right, I succeeded. I rolled a 13, which is Ooh. a hard, uh, an extreme success. All right, Dom, pull hard. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay, so Tallahassee Turner, as these uh, doofy behind you are messing around with a rug in the kitchen, uh, you're glancing out the window to the front, you know, just kind of propping it open with your bullwhip as you as you eyeball, single eyeball, both eyes, actually, keeping both eyes on the street, because you can, because you have two <laughs> eyes, unlike other investigators. I don't like these jokes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the thing, so you do notice um, there are a couple people out on the street. There is one figure that is walking on your side of the street of the house in the house that you're on, and he's walking just you know looking kind of like maybe he's just out for a nice leisurely evening stroll. Uh, but he does, when he gets start getting closer to the house near the edge of the yard, he does stop and just kind of start, you know, fumbling around a little bit or, you know, looking around, looking at his, at his pockets, just kind of glancing around, looking at the scenery. And there is another person across the street down a little bit farther that is also heading to, towards the house where you're at. Um, all right. 
Uh, can I tell if there's anything like in their hands or like weapons or anything? Can I tell if they're shady characters? Um, the the guy that's closer to you, yeah, he does look a little bit disheveled, maybe. Um, you can't make out anything in his hands necessarily, and you can't quite tell if he is suspicious or not. But he did. But he is hanging out in the vicinity, so. Alright, I'm gonna keep a close eye on them. Okay, just the one? Yeah, the other one's gonna go to the side. Being sensitive (laughs) to Major Bakersfield? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Dallas. I really appreciate that. I got you, boo. A single tear rolls down Major Bakersfield's cheek. Because that's single eye. Okay, so Dom Duncard and Major Bakersfield, you guys uh, squat down, lift with your legs, not your back. Okay, so you guys get a good grasp on the edges of the of the rug here, and you pull up on it, and at first it doesn't move, but then it starts to make a ripping noise as it comes away from the floor. And as it does, Dom, your suspicions are confirmed, and it is in fact glued to the floor as you see lines of glue on the floor, the hardwood floor underneath, and the underside of the rug. But that seems of less concern um, as the smears of blood that are on the hardwood floor beneath this, that it appears maybe this was placed to obscure. Uh, It does look like maybe some effort was made to clean it up, but... um, Rather than finish the job, it looks like this was placed down to maybe um, hide it better so that nobody could use any other techniques to maybe discover any remnants or traces of it. Well, it looks like Harmon succeeded in taking out the trash. At least most of it. Yeah. Tallahassee, we found something. You see this blood? In this glue? There's blood and glue. There's blood and glue all over here. What'd you guys find? We found blood, blood and glue. glue. <laughs> you found what? Blood glue. and glue. And blood. Blue blood? We, no, we found glud. <laughs> oh, glud. Okay, I know exactly what that is. <laughs> we found glue. Somebody glued this runner down. Runner? And then they covered up the blood with the runner and the glue. So it sounds like Anna Fairbairns is no more. Probably. She's been demised. Either that or somebody else was demised here. Well, there's a couple shady characters out here out front that I'm keeping an eye on. Both up. Just one eye. Shady characters. Thank you. (laughs) You can keep two on if if you need. If there's more than one of them, use two eyes. Uh, I don't mind. Keeping one eye on each of them. Okay. 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 So, Tallahassee, are you still... You're still watching out front? Yeah. All the bad guy. I mean, all the shady characters coming any closer. Yeah. uh, Break the glass and shoot them with my gun. Good man. Okay. Speaking um, of, Tallahassee, do you have a gun on you? Yeah, I already We all have out. guns on us. Okay. Draw them. This is America. Okay. We're made of guns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, my gun was already uh, drawn before we came to the house. Yeah. He's using that to push the curtain, not his bullwhip. All right, well, Tallahassee, uh, keep an eye on them, so, and if they get any closer or do anything uh, that seems... Out of the ordinary, just go like this. Hey, I know, I'll go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like, yeah, yeah, I know the drill. We high five. Can you form some sort of <laughs> rudimentary lathe? 
<laughs> Dig a tunnel under the house and plant some booby traps. Hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start a let's kill box. Cr- let's create a kill box. Yeah! <laughs> All right, well, these guys are, are looking at the shady characters in the front. I do Stupid want to complete tunnel. that call to Mr. Ricky Dubois. What are you going to ask for Dubois? Okay. I would like to know if he knows Anna okay. Fairbairns. All right, so Dom, you start. Head, you head back over to the telephone that's sitting on the um, on the desk over there, up against the wall. Uh, Major Bakersfield. So the thing you also, as you're investigating some more and you're looking at this blood, you keep pulling up on the carpet, and you see the streaks of blood uh, streak towards the back door. She is in the trash can. Did I not notice so. any streaks outside when I was coming? Uh, you didn't look. All right, I'm gonna go look. I'm gonna follow the the trail of blood. Okay. So you. So Bakersfield, as you're following this these streaks, Dom, you go in, you pick up the receiver on the phone, um, and start dialing in this number. Bakersfield, you open the back door, you walk outside. There's a little bit of a, a pad just outside the back door. Um, so. Roll a... Let's see. Roll a spot hidden. Alright, I'm gonna roll a spot hidden. Okay, roll a spot hidden. I failed. 61 out of 51. Dude, you suck. I have one you, eye. I know you have one <laughs> eye, but you have a terrible eye. Uh, Bakersfield, roll... Give me an idea check, also. That's intelligence, like, right? In, in, yeah. Intelligence, yeah. Oh my word. 95 out of There's way too much steam out here. I'm rolling with my left hand. Hold his on. brain is too fogged by right. his rage. Okay, I succeed. Alright, you can fail or you could see if somebody wants to come help you, like Tallahassee. Hey, does anyone have any ideas? Come out here. <laughs> <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> um. Oh my goodness. Okay, so Major Bakersfield, you are looking around in the backyard. You do lose the trail once you you come out here. You're looking, the, the backyard is fenced off. It's fairly small and narrow, and then it, but it does lead back to the river here, and there's that little pier. Dom, you are uh, on the phone, and the phone is ringing as Bakersfield is searching. Billy McConnell and Dr. Simeon can't stand you bits. Hey! Uh, as you guys are walking through the main receiving area of the hospital, I want you to roll a spot hidden. Oh, and really, well, Billy McConnell, oh, I want you to roll a spot hidden. Okay. And Simeon, I want you to roll a listen. Alright, here we go. Alright, here we go. Uh, 22. That's hard or success. success. Yeah. Hard success for me. Okay, so as you are both walking through the main, like, reception area of the hospital, Billy McConnell, you happen to glance over to the reception desk, and you spot somebody that you recognize. 
It is Detective Crane from the police station. And he is actually standing next to an older gentleman who is very finely dressed. He has white hair that is also very finely styled. Um, Looks like a very proper gentleman. He's in a fine suit, and he's standing up near the front. Um, They're talking to the receptionist at the desk. And Dr. Simi, as they're talking, you hear the younger man standing there, who is Detective Crane, but you don't know who that is, uh, who's wearing a trench coat and a fedora, uh, talking to the older gentleman, and you hear him say, uh, yes, Mr. Mr. Goddard, he's, uh, he's, 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 he's back here. The, the older gentleman responds, and he says, so ex- tell me, tell me exactly what happened. Okay, so, uh, so last night we brought him in, uh, he was, he was downtown, he was raving, he was, uh, he was fighting with a bunch of hobos, um, so we picked him up, but he's in a pretty bad shape, seems, so we brought him down here, we didn't want to bring him into the, the police station, get anything on record, you know, we didn't want to cause any problems for you there, so they brought him in here last night, he's been here. They got him back in one of the rooms here. He says, okay, take me to him. Ooh. So what do you do? Oh. Ball time. Obviously you sneak. Billy, I'm going to throw a brick through this window. Let's get out of here. Your boss is here. <laughs> hey, Simi, uh, you see the those guys over there? The younger guy is Detective Crane. Um... Yeah, did you I hear what he just I said? To see me. No, what did he say? Oh, uh, he said this. <laughs> so, Dr. Simeon relays the uh, can you conversation believe, Can you believe that? Well, Goddard's some, here. Uh, Goddard's here. You, so, Goddard... If that's Goddard, then yeah, they're probably talking about his son. Um, did we see... So, we watched them and they, they didn't see us? They haven't seen you. Are yeah. they walking in a uh, different direction? Uh, they, they're talking to the nurse, and the nurse uh, says some information and then starts walking them back through the doors. Um, Can I roll a disguise and follow them? They don't know who you are. <laughs> I put on a doctor's outfit. Oh, Simi, why don't you just put on a doctor's outfit? Neither of them are going to recognize you. Uh, that's true. That's true. I was juggling bricks at the precinct, not... But two hours. So ago. the nurse is gone. What? I'm going to stand out here and kind of keep an eye out. Why don't you uh, see if you can follow him back discreetly? I can and then try uh, that. you know you're a doctor, <laughs> so why don't you act like you know what you're doing? And the nurse oh, just I... left the nurses' station, so nobody should stop you. Yeah, she's got, she's leading them back. So you guys are standing here by yourself as they start walking back through one of the doors. Can I go search the nurses' station real quick to see if we can get like a room number for him? Sure. We can maybe go back later or something, so we're not like, so we're not walking, walk, walking. Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah. Do so a- you wait for a second for them to go through the doors. Now you guys are alone here at the reception area. So we bust over to the counter. Yeah. The nurse's counter and look at it. Um. Do a. Let's see. Well, you're gonna need a library use. Oh, a library use. Yeah. Oh, I what got a got? good one here. Since this is kind of digging through. I got sixty. So. You, should he roll with an extra dice? Yeah, or? you can. He can roll with an advantage as you're okay, helping him. Advantage. I'm helping you. All right, here we go. Twenty-five. Okay. Nice. Dang. Okay. So yeah, uh, digging through, searching through the uh, 
the admittance papers or you know assignment papers you do find uh, Raymond Goddard on here and it does have his room number okay we write it down on my hand okay Raymond you immediately sweat it off oh no <laughs> Shimmy do you want to try and uh, hurry back there and see if you can uh, listen yeah or do you want to I wait? disguise I disguise myself because because if the nurse is with them they know what I she knows what I look like she knows who I am uh, well we were with uh, Witherspoon upstairs that's a different nurse yeah Witherspoon brought you guys downstairs you know oh. she, you parted ways she went back upstairs okay um, this, this is, is a, a different nurse. this is like there was yeah a different nurse that was taking over the reception while Witherspoon was gone all right I got follow but I'm gonna roll a disguise anyways just in case <laughs> okay do you want to grit? You're I looking around for a, a doctor's coat. Has uh, Dr. Simi worked at the hospital before? Um, Dr. Simi, have you worked at the hospital here before? As a psychologist, not really because they <laughs> <Yes>! think... Yes! <laughs> it's been a while since we've heard that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they think my degree is fake and my science background <laughs> is fake. So, so they, they don't, res- doctor, they don't so. respect me at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I need to look like them real quick. So here we go. I got a five on disguise. Here we go, boys. <laughs> a five. 79. Okay. I write my name right. on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll say your disguise is you attempting to find something to disguise yourself with. Yeah. Like a coat. And you're like, yeah, that's yeah, okay. I got nothing. I got nothing. I got so nothing. Dr. Uh, Simi, yeah. you have to, uh, it, it, this might be the psych ward. So, you know, you're a psychologist. Just go back and be like, hey, I'm here to talk to Goddard. I'm here to help him out. A, I'm a psychologist. Oh, Do this it. Is a, yeah, this it. is a psych ward. Of course I work here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going. All right, I start off. Okay. I got a clipboard in my hand, and I'm like, Goddard? Goddard? What are, here he is. Okay, so yeah, you start wandering back. You do know his room number, so you know exactly where you're going. Billy, are you just staying there? Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, kind of duck back behind the stairs so that if Crane comes out, he doesn't see me. Okay. And, of course, try and watch the door. Okay. So you're watching the door. Dr. Simeon, you you walk back, you open the door, and you see uh, the three people. Crane, uh, what you're assuming is the father, Goddard. Um, the elder, Goddard the elder. And the nurse, as they just um, turn a corner at the end of the hall. The Elder Goddard. Yeah, Elder Goddard. Uh, as he, they turn a corner at the end of the hall. So do you proceed? Proceed. Yes. Okay. I proceed. So Simeon. So Simeon walks in, and you're not trying to hide. You're just l- trying to look like you know what you... Like you yep. belong there. Yeah. So walking down the hallway, holding your clipboard, looking around, you know, looking very uh, official yes. and proud and haughty. So oh, you see haughty. them turn the corner... As you get to the edge of the corner, you look down, glance at them, and you see them go into Raymond Goddard's room. As they step inside, they actually leave the door open. What do you do? I walk up and I knock on the door. Knock, knock, knock. All day okay. long. Okay. Uh, so as you walk back, you you knock on the open door and, and step in. Uh, they all stop and look up at you. And they're like, uh... And the nurse is like, uh, hello? Yeah, uh... Who are who are you? What are you here? Hey, I am. Can uh, I help you? I am Doctor Simi. Can't stand your bits. I'm the psychologist on staff. I was called in to do a quick evaluation on Mister Gardard here. Gardard. 
Um, she starts like looking at her clipboard and she's like, I haven't, I haven't heard anything about a, a psychologist. Um, he is under distress. I'm, let me, um, hold on. Let me, let me check with the doctor. I'm sorry. One, one, one moment, please. Hold on. Uh, I'll be, I'll be right okay. back. Please don't waste my time. This is a quick evaluation and I will be lickety split out. This is procedure happens all the time. And you know that. Okay. Roll a... Let's see. Persuade? Fast sure. Talk. Yeah. That'd be a fast talk. So you lay out your credentials. You explain what you're doing. You know, that you're there for a psychological evaluation. Yep. Um, okay. I like it. Yeah, you can roll your persuade. All right. Here we go. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, 51, that's a success. Okay. She's like, oh, okay, yes, I, I, that makes sense. Um, well, we're here, we're here with the family at the moment. So, uh, Mr. Goddard, Very is good. it okay if he all doing? comes in to examine your son? There's a doctor. Uh, and Crane says, uh, doctor, yeah, how you doing? Good, how are you, detective? Like, uh, this is my son, he's, uh, under some distress. He needs an examination. Yes. If you could perhaps discover what it is that he is suffering from and looking over in the bed you you see a young man in his mid-20s he looks he's a handsome guy or at least he was but he looks very disheveled Uh, his black hair is is messy and uh just askew um, his cheeks are sunken. His eyes are, he's got bags under his eyes. He looks like he hasn't slept and, or eaten even. He is awake though. And he is looking at you. That's well, that's what I'm here to do. I'm going to do a quick evaluation and, uh, we're going to help your son. All right. Now, Raymond, I need you to tell the doctor everything that's been going on and what it is that is distressing you and what your symptoms are, please. And in the bed, so Raymond, he looks around, he's looking all over the place, and he's looking at you, and he's like, what's distressing me? You know what's distressing me? I can't, what do you mean? I can't tell you. It's that, it's that thing, the shadow, that shadow thing, the radios. Where where are the radios? I need a radio. I need a radio. Harmon knew. He knew all about it. He knew about the radios. He was onto it. He was wise. Somebody get me a radio. I need help. Don't, don't. Don't let him don't let him get me. Dad, dad, don't don't let him get me. Who's gonna get you? The man. The, the, the shadow, the thing. It, 
it's after me. It's been after me for days. I can't, I can't sleep. I, I've just been, I've been on the run. I'm going from place to place. I can't go back home. He find, it finds me. finds me everywhere. Raymond, look in my eyes. Why do you... Harmon knew it. He, he knew it. He saw it. I thought he was crazy. I thought he was crazy. He kept buying all those radios, but he wasn't crazy. And he wasn't crazy. He's not crazy. Raymond. I'm not crazy either. Don't look at me like that. I don't need a shrink. Well, as a psychologist, <laughs> I'd say you do. <laughs> he takes he takes a drink. <laughs> Why do you need a radio? Cuz, cuz, that's how I know. That's how I know when he's coming. Uh, Billy McConnell. Yeah. Speaking of radios. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> oh, pull it out of my pocket. radio explodes into life again static hissing out of its speaker and also a voice that comes through did you hear that voice said billy it sounded like it said raymond raymond so and then you hear the static effect fade and fade until it's gone can I hear it moving anywhere in the hospital? Is it roll listen for me? Uh, 77. My listen is 79. Success. <laughs> also, don't forget you guys have luck, by the way. Oh, yeah. My dudes. <laughs> to spend. Also pushing rolls. I forgot about pushing rolls. Um, How is so your Billy listen McConnell. better than mine, you stupid detective? <laughs> As your radio, the static fades out and the lights go dim on the radio, you're listening um, down the hall through that door behind you. You start hearing what sounds like static picking up, maybe in another room in the distance, down that doorway. Down the hallway? Down the hallway. I head, I, I book it towards the room. Okay. So, Billy, you start running back, you burst through the doorway, moving back. And as you're listening, you hear that static fade and then vanish, or it goes back to a regular radio station playing in one of the rooms. As you're listening, you hear another radio down the hall farther as it flares into static and then back to what it was playing before. Moving down the hall closer towards Raymond Goddard's room. Towards his room. Right. I'm just flat out running. Okay, he's running. Dr. Simeon, as you're in there having a conversation with Raymond Goddard, uh, you hear footsteps down the hallway sprinting towards you. And you hear Raymond talking. He's still rambling and he's raving about something about the shadow, the thing that's after him. Um, radios, he needs a radio. Um, just as Billy McConnell comes skidding into the doorway behind you, Raymond Goddard goes silent, and his eyes roll back in his head, and he starts making a choking sound. Simi, it's here. He's here. The radio was talking again. 
We gotta get Raymond out of here. And as you step in here, uh, Billy, your radio flares up again. So you hear it, and the static starts going crazy. You hear a voice again. And Raymond Goddard suddenly stops thrashing and goes limp in the bed. The elder Goddard, Goddard the elder, he starts, uh, he sees this happen and he says, Doctor, Doctor, what is happening? Help him. Help my son now. This is beyond my skill team. He needs elvish medicine. (laughs) He needs a real doctor. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Crane and Crane sees you, McConnell. He's like, McConnell, what are what are you doing here? Uh, hey, Crane. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's what I. That's what I thought, McConnell. All the radio just started. Not supposed to be. But I was checking out another case in the hospital, and my this radio just started squawking out of the blue. I heard it going down the hallway, and I and I followed it all the way, and it was it was saying a name. I don't know if you heard it there. It's still uh, static. The radio's still going. Is it still saying? Raymond. It did. You did hear it a couple more times. And it's Today still. I'm like, you see, you hear that? You you see that? The, the radio making noises, they saying both, names, Raymond's yeah. in here. As you pointed out, Crane and uh, and Mr. Goddard both look down at the radio and their eyes go wide as they hear, as now they hear distinctly that voice uh, the, say the name Raymond over the radio in the midst of all the static. I just followed the radio into here. The, the radio it moved down the hallway, and so I'm in here, and I, I take it that's Raymond Goddard. Yeah, yeah, this is... Yeah, what, but what about him? I mean, this is some pretty freaky stuff going on here, Crane. I don't know what's going on. I don't know about pretty freaky stuff, all right? He's just a... He's a, he's a young man who's in distress. He the radio's talking. Kinda, radio's talking, ra- saying his name. Radios are supposed to talk. That's what they're supposed to do. Yeah, like what that? Radios are for. Come on, Crane. Yeah, well, so you can talk and people can hear you from far away. That's what a radio does, right? What, the talk all radio right? does not exist yet. I'm going to invent... Uh, yeah, right. Haven't you heard the Dr. Phil McGann show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. He had that one guy on it. The about hobo about the stuff. steam? That was a good episode. The hobo okay, steaming bad. all the drugs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, as we're kind of saying that, I walk over to... A doctor can't stand you bits. And I just kind of lean in and I say, Maybe you can use command of the wizard. See if you can get him to wake. Oh, he's dead, dude. <laughs> oh, Dr. Simi, I want you to... Doc, Dr. Simi, I want you to roll a spot hidden. Oh, man. He's right. dead. Here he goes. 23. Success. Okay. Um. So out of the corner of your eye, as you're turning and you're looking at the radio, you're looking up at Billy McConnell and this conversation. Out of the corner of your eye, you see a figure of a shadow standing next to Raymond Goddard's head at the head of the bed. Can I use the smiting blast of the foul one to, to banish him? Would that work on a spirit? Uh, do I, as I'm like talking to Simi, can I see him? I mean, do I notice his face? Like notice something? Yeah, roll a psychology. Okay. Uh, I rolled a five. Oh, geez. And that's a pretty dang hard success. Extreme. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah, you see Simeon's eyes as he looks back towards like the radio and you guys. He's glancing around, he's looking at you guys, and then suddenly his eyes like go out of focus. And you see him stiffen up a little bit. And it's like it's it's like he's trying to look at something without looking at it. As he's his eyes kind of go like almost glaze over. Is he here, Simmy? Can can you see him? He's right there. He's gonna can slime you, me. Can you touch him? <laughs> like can can you feel him? I know you can't really see him, but see him directly. Can but can you feel anything? I can just see him, and I feel we'll go over fear. there and see. I'm looking at him. I don't need to go over there. You go over there. All right, I'm gonna walk over there and see if I can swap. <laughs> I start. I, I'm like, where is he? Where is he? <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't get near him if I were you. He attacked you just... He just attacked you upstairs, Billy. Where is he, Simmy? We need to get you out of here. Okay, you're walking over. You're swatting through the air. pointed out, like, where he thinks he's kind of standing? I don't know, Simmy. Do you? He's right above above his head. He's right above above Raymond's head. Mm -hmm. Okay, I start... I walk over there and see if I can feel anything. Okay, uh, reaching around, you don't feel anything standing there. Um... Nothing, uh, yeah, you don't feel anything physical. Uh, but as you guys are standing here and you're watching and you're having this discussion, uh, you see Raymond jerk in the bed and suddenly you see blood appear on his shirt as wounds suddenly starts invisible. Wounds start stabbing into Raymond Goddard's chest as if from some sort of invisible knife. And he starts gagging. And then another, another, another. I turn, I grab him by the shoulders, and I use Command of the Wizard. Okay. What do you say? Um, I say... Wake up. Return. That's what I want to say. All right, uh, cast it. All right, what do I... I have to use a... Magic point and yeah, a sanity, and sanity point. point. Yeah. Okay, I cast it and I say return. Do I roll or do I just? Uh, use you gotta my you gotta roll a power check. Okay. Come on, pal. Uh, well, it's a good thing my power is so high because I rolled an eighty-nine and I still <laughs> succeeded. Good <laughs> grief, man. Good. Holy grief, crap. Dude. It's against okay. his pal. I have to roll. Yeah, I have to roll against oh, you. right. Okay. Uh, what did you roll? Regular success? Yeah. Um, he also succeeded. Uh, so you, you say that to him. Uh, you see his eyelids flutter for a second, but it doesn't seem to have any effect. As more of these wounds appear in his body Um, and blood is just spraying everywhere Uh, you hear Detective Crane and uh, uh, Mr. Goddard behind you they start freaking out they're yelling nurse nurse get in here doctor help as the static on your radio is flaring in and out almost getting to an ear piercing whine until finally it cuts off and Raymond Goddard goes still. <sighs> Take a step back. Well, 
get out of the way of nurses and doctors. Uh, yeah, the nurses, doctors come running in. They're looking around. Uh, they are in shock at what has happened in here. Uh, they start yelling to each other. They start pushing everybody out of the way, trying to uh, start performing uh, medicine and first aid on him in order to try and do something to save his life. Though you, the you, those of you in the room suspect it's most likely already too late. Uh, look over at Simi. Did his bowels Wait until he makes eye contact with me. And then give him a head nod towards the door. Alright, yeah, and then we, uh, we tiptoe backwards out of the room. And yeah, and then we just kind of... Leaving the commotion? Leaving the commotion. Okay. Alright, um, I won't make you roll it, because there is a lot of commotion, and somebody just got invisibly stabbed to death in front of everyone. So yeah, you guys are able to slip out in the commotion pretty easily as you leave the uh, the hospital room. Where do you go? Did they just see a man uh, you don't get know, cause you're stabbed not by invisible knives and not roll a sanity check? Oh, meta host. Oh, oh, that's a good point. That's a good meta point. Meta keep. I want you guys to roll a sanity <laughs> I'm check. A, I'm going to meta keep. All right, here we go. Man, I'm terrible. I always forget sanity rolls. Oh, I failed. Oh, you're going to have to go oh, into your failed. You guys both failed? Yep. I rolled an 84. My sanity's 68. Okay. Um, all right. Um, I want you guys to roll a... This is a... That's a pretty big thing. You have seen it before, though. <laughs> <laughs> it happened uh, to me. I'm like, man. Yeah, so Demi, Simi hasn't seen this, so this is new for him. Well, all right, um, <laughs> all right, let's go for a D six. Oh, dude! Shut your damn mouth! Oh my gosh! Oh uh, no! Six. I rolled a freaking. I rolled six. a six. Donovan <laughs> rolled a six too. Billy right. McConnell and Simi can't stand oh, your bits. Man. Now roll, all right, now roll an intelligence check. Yeah. Let's get a an intelligence check on both. Here we go. Are both, are both pretty Seven. smart. Damn it! Donovan had it. Can I switch those? Can I switch those? Uh, forty nine for me. Okay. Uh, wait, seven hundred. He's both what I meant succeeded. As the events of the day finally are too much for you guys to take, and you the ramifications of everything that you're seeing is all finally uh, crashing down on you. The long day that you've had, Billy, you've been up all night and then watching Raymond Goddard be stabbed to death by unseen hands or appendages in front of you without being able to do anything about it finally just pushes both of you over the edge. I, my sanity was actually only 61. I was looking at my luck. Oh. No, I'm at 44 now, Alex. Yeah, I'm down to 56. Okay. So I roll a d10 to get my what bout I got. Yes. I rolled a two for my what whatever bout that is. Your psychosomatic disability. What is that? The investigator suffers 
psychosomatic blindness, deafness, or loss of the use of a limb. So, since both of you guys are, since both of you guys are having this bout of madness, um, and there's not really any of your other teammates around to really do anything about it, I'm gonna say that you guys just kind of wander out of the room, and you wander back to the reception area, and you both just like sit down on some of the chairs out there and just kind of go into shock. Lose time and, and just sense. kind of exactly just kind of lose sense and go completely into shock just sitting on these chairs next to each other. Dang. What's an eight? I rolled an eight, by the way, so I don't what's a what what's an eight, Seth? I'm just curious. Physical hysterics or emotional outburst. I actually like that. Like so you guys go back and you both kind of go into shock. Simmy, you just like lean back and and can't Billy McConnell, yeah, and you just you can't like hear or see anything. It's just everything just kind of fades out. And uh, Billy McConnell, you lean forward and just put your head in your hands, and you just start sobbing as you just have a complete breakdown. <laughs> it's just too much. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to this episode of The Arkham Files. This is Peter, more commonly known as the voice of Dom Grunkard, among other things. But most importantly, the best-looking member of The Arkham Files. I don't care what Abe says. Alex recently pointed you to our merch store for some sweet Dr. Simi underpants. We have a lot of other good stuff available, such as a Doe Haven t-shirt, if you want to look like a national treasure everywhere you go. Check us out on patreon.com forward slash the Arkham Files, where you can sign up to receive amazing bonuses, such as bonus episodes and access to our exclusive Gilded server, so you can talk to more of the cast than just me. Also, check us out on social media. Hit subscribe on whichever podcast platform you're listening to us on right now to get alerted every time that we have a new episode. Thanks again for listening, subscribing, and interacting. Be dangerous and stay sane. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.